Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Quarantine Chronicles. Today, we'll be, uh, we'll be covering the NCAA athletic uh, situation with the COVID-19. Uh, we talked about professional sports last week, and uh, now we're going to be covering the more collegiate side of things. Uh, today, I'm joined by Jaden Cheddar. Hello. Kyler Arizuma. Hello. And Ben Klepper. Howdy. So, Jaden, what are your initial thoughts on how the NCAA has been handling the COVID-19 pandemic? So let's start uh, on the topic of NCAA eligibility. It was originally thought that spring athletes were not going to receive another year of eligibility. But as we now know, the NCAA has granted uh, another year of eligibility for spring athletes. Winter athletes were, however, not included in the decision made by the board, granting them another season. Um, that means that major NCAA wrestling tournaments, for example, have been canceled indefinitely, including the NCAA championship. So keep in mind that there is no major wrestling league. Athletes who wrestle are not financially secured by a major association like the NBA or the NFL. College wrestlers wrestle because, you know, it's because of what it means to compete and be a part of something bigger than themselves. So circling back to spring sports, these players will be able to have another year of doing what they love, as well as having another shot at proving themselves to major associations where they could be paid millions. So I've never been a fan of how the NCAA runs their association. I mean, let's be honest, they have really stupid rules. Uh, just last football season, star defensive end Chase Young, who was a Heisman Trophy, for, for, who was a Heisman Trophy front runner, uh, was given a two-game suspension for accepting $2,000 from a family member for living expenses. I would also like to point out, though, that the NCAA has done a very good job of keeping things in order during this time of craziness. Two weeks ago, the board announced that they would locate $200 million for athletes. They said, as an association, we must acknowledge the uncertainties of our financial situation and continue to make thoughtful and prudent decisions on how we can assist conferences and campuses in supporting student athletes. So, Jaden, do you think, um, or I would like to know what your opinion is on, on the NCAA extending seniors' spring seasons uh, for one more year um, when, when we take that into consideration that they have other strange and, and odd rules. Um, what, what, is, what is your opinion on, on this extension that they've been awarded? Um, I think spring athletes should receive another year of eligibility as well as wrestlers. I think for sure wrestlers should because they didn't get to finish their season. You know, these guys have dedicated their entire lives to a sport, you know, that's more than themselves. But on the topic of spring athletes, I think it's very good that the NCAA has granted. It's like, I think it's just that they granted them another year of eligibility. You know, even though, you know, this year they aren't going to be able to prove themselves in the NCAA tournament, March Madness. I think that how the NCAA is handling things in a whole, I think they're doing a very good job, as good of a job as they could. Yeah. So do you do you feel like uh, do you feel like it's a little bit unfair for the winter athletes that are unable to put a cap on their season, while the uh, the spring athletes are you know they're they're able to to kind of come back and, and do it over again? Yeah, of course. Um, well, I think the seniors that finish their season of sports, for example, the football season. I think they should not be granted another year of eligibility just due because... Or the, uh, the winter athletes. Because, yeah, the fall athletes aren't really affected by this. 
of course, I've been a college sports fan my entire life. You know, I think it's, you know, if I were in that position where I couldn't finish my season as a senior and prove myself to millions of fans and other associations, I would be very heated. Yeah, I think that the worst part about this whole situation is the fact the uh, the, 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 the athletes for so, smaller schools that would be able to uh, uh, participate in such a big event like March Madness is, you know, it's such an incredible experience for these kids who might go to smaller schools like, you know, like Northern Kentucky University and stuff like that. Uh, they, they would have an opportunity to per- participate in this national event uh, where they can, you know, have that experience and take it with them their entire lives. And now it's been kind of just robbed from them just for uh, just because of this situation. It's really tough. Yeah, um, I think the small schools, you made a good point there. Small schools like, for example, Loyola, Chicago, that in the 2018 March Madness tournament went all the way to the Elite Eight, you know, came in, coming out of nowhere. Yeah, and they, it takes away from the promotion of some of these schools. Like, you know, uh, Loyola Chicago might have gotten more applicants just because their name was in the news that one year. And it takes, and the, the cancellation of this tournament takes away from you know, a, uh, an upstart small school that might have had a good run like Loyola Chicago had that might have, you know, produced more revenue for them in the future. Also, some of the upsets that these schools got during the regular season would not count towards the next season. Uh, for example, number 25, Penn State, I'm a big Penn State fan, beating number four, Maryland at the time. Uh, that may not happen next year. You know what I mean? These, some of these matchups are once in a blue moon you know what i mean mm-hmm. exactly exactly yeah like duke so, and virginia this year towards the end of uh exhibition duke and uva went against each other duke being i think the four seed at the time and uva being unranked and you know duke duke got crushed they were outplayed completely next year who knows these upsets only happen ever so often and these great games only happen every so often so what are what are your thoughts on the recruiting for next year uh, considering many spring athletes won't be um available to be recruited because no sports are being played um how do you think this is going to impact the future of many collegiate sporting programs prospects around the country and we're talking about high school going into college here yes prospects around the country will not receive you know a fair assessment for example baseball players the baseball season is completely canceled and for these seniors uh, they're not have their final year to prove themselves to scouts all over the country has been stripped from them and you know it will be definitely a strange recruiting class a lot of these players a lot of them take the entire off season to get to a better spot twice maybe three times as good as they were and they won't have a chance to prove that to college recruiters. So I think this entire draft class, recruiting class, is going to be a bit of a mess and something we've probably never seen before. Yeah, definitely. Just because, I mean, also if you add in the fact that seniors are going to be able to be, be returning, and this, I mean, with, if a senior was a redshirt their first year, and there, there might be, you know, 25-year-olds playing in college sports, uh, playing spring baseball. So it's, it might be, might be taking away from playing time from these younger kids who are not going to be able to get uh, an extra year of eligibility uh, when their time comes. Yeah, I mean, I think the NCAA is notoriously a controversial organization for the many reasons uh, that we won't get into here. But uh, I think their attempts to keep athletes safe 
but also trying to preserve the athletic experience for students. Uh, you know, it's admirable. Uh, it, this is a tough situation. Everyone's trying to go, trying to maneuver, uh, and no one has the right answers. And they're just trying to make the, uh, the best decision they possibly can. And, uh, you know, I don't know what I would do different if I was in their, their situation. Um, you know, this, these, these things can, can create problems in the future, but uh, it's, it's a tough situation that everyone's got to deal with. And I feel like the NCA is doing their best. Yeah, I'm not one to give the NCA a hand. I think the way they run their organization at times is extremely wrong. But in this scenario, I think they're doing a very good job, and they need to be given props for that. Most definitely. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Quarantine Chronicles. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, head over to our, our Instagram page for, for more content. Uh, thanks, and have a good day.